0: The end of July will be busy for Aquarius Productions. Make sure to stop by the District Green in downtown Biloxi for a boatload of art and fun. The last Sunday, as always, you can find Zach and Patty hosting a music and comedy open mic starting at 6.30. July's show will be co-hosted by Scott and Mandy Anderson of Red Radio Productions, whose music and arts festival will take place on July 31st in the very same location. Both Zach and Patty will be performing there along with an incredible lineup of talented musicians, with buskers and painters making their own magic happen on the sidelines get your tickets now and we would like to uh give a big thank you and shout out to bj to blow that dirty motherfucker
1: he knows what he did
0: he knows what he did and he would have started his own podcast but he was too chicken shit so let's start our start our own
1: can mean only one thing it is time for open micers podcast my name is jason robbins i've
0: been taken hostage and sincerely need help i am jacob
1: craig (laughs) joining us joining us from an al-qaeda bunker in afghanistan somewhere jacob craig
0: is al-qaeda still even a thing or, or are they like the millennial isis now
1: is I don't that... know. I haven't. It's been a, it's been a while. What? What? That's something we can ask our guest tonight. He might know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let me let me go ahead and bring him in so that uh, so he doesn't feel left out. Our our guest tonight is the co-host of the Sound Two Two Eight podcast, and he can be seen hosting the aforementioned in our ad read Red Sky Summer Music and Arts Festival at the District Green in Biloxi. Please welcome Kevin Harris to the
2: Woo-hoo! program. What's up, guys? How are you?
1: So how have you been, man? Um, I, me and you have known each other a long,
2: a very, very long, a time. long
1: time. <laughs> and uh, so one of our very first guests here on this show was, of course, Mr. Jared Seymour, who's not only uh, the singer in my band, but also he's, uh, he's one of your uh, cohorts with yeah. the sound. And uh, how did that come about? Like, cause I know you were part of the homegrown, let's, Let's just start with the two, the, the sound and we'll work backwards from there.
2: Okay. So the sound was, um, we were both at the 2018, the Mardi Gras parade. And usually where I perched myself was right down the road from his house where he, when he lived in d'Iberville, So, uh, he just happened to be walking by and we, you know, we both have a, a passion for music and, uh, We started talking, he had, he had some ideas about doing a podcast and I still wasn't, um, I was still dealing with demons battling, making sure I stayed sober in my sobriety and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So I didn't really want to get into it and all of that kind of scene yet and everything, and then, uh, later on in 2018, we revisited it and, uh, I went and did an episode of Brownwater banter with him, uh, his other podcast. And, uh, we talked about it and we talked about nothing but music. And, uh, it just turned out to be that it, it worked really well. And he and I have known each other for a very long time as well. So, um, I can deal with him being an asshole. He can deal with me being a <laughs> jerk. So, uh, we just, we just made it work and then we turned it into the sound two, two, eight, and it's just kind of morphed into what it is today. Uh, which and is tell people <laughs> <all> exactly, different-
1: <laughs> exactly what the sound is.
2: So the sound is it started out as a podcast, but it's now a live streaming show that we do at least twice a month. Um, and it focuses on independent, unsigned music, not only from the Gulf Coast, but from across the United States. And we've found some some great bands uh and been able to bring them down and uh just being able to reach out and show people the different jo- not genres, because we, we really focus rock now we have had country we've we've done uh some hip-hop we've done some soul and stuff like that but our our main genre that we pay attention to is rock and uh we've been able to find some really good uh music outside of this area and bring it in and and let everybody taste what else is going on outside that normally bands or normally people don't hear because the radio stations just don't play it so that was our whole thing is we wanted to give them an outlet that they don't have so and it's nice that Everybody cares about making uh, music videos now, so it makes it a lot easier to to yeah. show videos and get muted on Facebook and all that kind of stuff. So.
1: <laughs> that was the cool thing about it when you guys first started was uh, you know just showing the videos of of all the different bands uh, that you would get submissions from, and uh, you know I've been guilty of uh, in the past saying, you know, "Rock is dead. Where's all the rock bands?" But they're there. They're they're yep. still there, and you guys are definitely showcasing them because I found a lot of cool music through you guys.
2: Yeah, when, when I think of you and think of music that was found, the first band that pops into my head is the uh, Helvetica Effect.
1: That's the first one. That's the first <laughs> band that you guys um, had brought here to uh, to have you know the sound showcase basically um, a big concert that you guys threw before. You know, everything went to shit. <laughs> right. But uh, but they were just one of those bands that when I saw them live, they were so powerful and their songs were so good that I was just like, This is it's still alive. Rock is still alive, and these guys are are have the spirit, man, and it was awesome.
2: Yeah, it's been fun to to see at least inside of of me re-energize the passion for that unsigned indie music because these guys they work so hard and don't get near the credit that they deserve for as hard as they're working and as the type of music that they're putting out. You know, they put out that meme that uh your local band is probably better than anything you hear on the radio. Yeah, and a lot of times that's the case. It's true because <laughs> they have the bad habit and local or. National bands, they get so set in their ways. They get so comfortable. They become the cookie cutter, write the music, throw it out. Yeah. But the guys that are in these indie bands and unsigned bands, they're hustling. They are, they're right. They're doing their best to write the best music that they can possibly write.
1: And yeah, and they're and not afraid to experiment and do right. all kinds of cool they stuff. They have nothing nobody, to lose. Yeah, exactly. they like, they don't have a record deal. They don't have anybody you know, producing them. They don't have managers. They're just writing songs and going out and playing them. And I mean, that's, that is the dream, but you know, now is the world where they can do that. And if, you know, with, with things like you guys the sound like it, it's a way for them to, to get the recognition they deserve.
2: No. And that's the whole point of the show. And, uh, then, I mean, we morphed it into our own internet radio station now. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got our own mobile app. Uh, we've got the internet radio station that you can stream it through the sound 228com You can download the app on apple or, uh, Android. And there's a whole bunch of stuff there. I mean, that's what the, the, the focus on the radio station was as well is we want to gear towards these unsigned indie bands that aren't getting the attention from these FM terrestrial stations because they don't have the, they don't have the push of a, of an indie promoter, they don't have the push of a record label. Um, so we're trying to get that out there. And the cool thing about it is, is, and people don't know some of the stuff that goes behind the scenes, but the sound two, two eight, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll play, we'll throw in the occasional non-point and the occasional sign stuff, just because you need some recognizable yeah. bands and music there just to keep the attention. But the Sound Two Two Eight radio station is now a reporting station for the Foundation Charts, which That's is a awesome. secondary secondary market chart for active rock. Which, I mean, they do it just they do it weekly. You report your ads. You mm-hmm. they have a they have a chart. It's a, number one to fifty on the chart, um, and the it's a secondary market. And there's a ton of stations that report to that. And just to be able to say in. November of 2018, we were doing a little podcast and now we've got an internet radio station that's actually, uh, reporting our spins and everything. So the bands that actually are being played on this station, get credit for the spins that they are, you may not see them hit top 50, but if somebody goes in and looks at our playlist and sees everybody we're playing, they're going to see a bunch of unrecognizable stuff. And they may say, you know what? I'm going to check this out. I'm going to check this out. Hey, Oh my goodness. And you never, you never know what happens. And that's what, that's the whole point of it.
1: And that's all uh, it really needs too, is, uh, you know, bigger, bigger eyes looking at these things, uh, and then just going through and say, Hey, we like this band. And then start playing them on, on bigger stations, Mm -hmm. you know, around the country. And, uh, you know, it's being in a mu in the music industry is a lot of just, being in the right place, the right time, you know, there's, there's a lot of luck involved.
2: Absolutely. And, uh, and I think that, and the one thing that when I talked to the guy who runs the foundation charts, he's like, we really want you to be a part of this because there's no station like yours. Yeah. Now we have, they have all sorts of internet stations and, and smaller radio stations and stuff like that, but they, they gear towards your mainstream rock band and he's like we don't have anybody that's just reaching out there and finding these unsigned bands and playing their stuff. So, mm-hmm. he was he was excited to to have us on there and I was excited super excited to be a part of that. So, so
1: your app must be just like an A&R rep's dream. <laughs> just to he, have he, that resource.
2: Yeah, I mean, they could just go there and hit play and and have it on in their office and hear here probably out of a out of an hour, you'll probably hear probably 47 48 minutes of unrecognizable stuff that's mm-hmm. not mainstream mainstream band stuff So but like i said we got we got we got the non-points we got we play tantric we play uh i mean we we just started playing the new daughtry uh which is actually really good everybody's like daughtry and like <laughs> that song's actually really freaking good um so, so stuff like that but I mean, even even if you look at it on somebody like Dottry, yeah, he's got the American Idol name behind him, but outside of his first album, he he's really been floundering in rock music. Not and then now he's got one that's actually climbing the charts and everything again. So good for him.
1: Nice.
0: And he was on The Mass Singer. How far have we fallen? Was for was that? he? Yeah, he was <laughs> I've the Rottweiler. I've, I've, I've the watched finals.
2: I've watched one episode or one season of The Mass Singer. And that's all I've ever watched. I've yeah, he was in the it.
0: second season. He made it to the finals and he lost to Wayne Brady.
2: <laughs> yes, he did. But hey, so you, Wayne Brady's talented.
0: Yeah. Wayne Brady is really talented. He's a pretty legitimate musician. Right. And of course, Chris Daughtry sang nothing but rock songs. So everyone was kind of like, ah, I don't know.
2: And it's the same thing.
0: <laughs> but, uh, you know, you mentioned the you know, all of the uh, the the plays and the exposure that the uh, the app and everything gets. Uh, you guys at the Sound are are hands down the biggest uh, podcast on the coast as far as listener base, I do believe. And i I want to know what you think. Like, why do you think that happened? Like, why do you think the response to the Sound has has been so big throughout the uh, the coast here? I,
2: you know, I think it's I think it's back to we focused on what people weren't focusing on. So even if you go into to the Gulf Coast here, and, and when I say the Gulf Coast, and I, I do it just like the Homegrown Show, uh, it's a region. It's, I consider the Gulf Coast from Texas to, to, to the Florida panhandle. Um, so when, when we do that and we start focusing on bands that nobody's, I don't want to say nobody's paying attention to, but nobody's giving that opportunity to. Mm-hmm. And we always have this thing, show them the mirror. We're showing people what you have, show us what you've got. So they'll, they'll turn around and that respect is coming right back. They're sharing they're liking. Um, and they're, they're inviting their friends. Hey, we're going to be on the show this week. Check us out all that kind of stuff because they have an outlet that they don't have. So I think that's part of it. And then for some reason, I don't know where the reach came from. Um. But up in the Northeast, <laughs> believe it or not, up in Virginia and Maryland and, and New York, New Jersey and things like that, we've got, we've got fans now that are we've turned into some of our admins onto our fan page because they're so loyal to, the, to what we're doing. So that's kind of helped as well. And I think it's just when you start supporting the bands um, that don't have that big support they're going to turn around and they're going to, they're going to return that favor.
1: Yeah. So, Man. um, we well, you give the them something that, to be excited about, you know? Well, yeah.
2: And then one of the bands that, uh, we've dealt with is, and you've seen them, uh, Jay, uh, kingdom collapse out of San Antonio mm-hmm. and then any given sin out of, uh, Maryland and is it Maryland? I think. Yeah. But any, any given sin, um, they just, they haven't announced anything yet. Um, but I think they're on the verge of getting that record label. Um, they've been had two number one songs on Sirius Octane, and they're, they're doing it all as independent artists, unsigned. Kingdom Collapse uh, just hit Sirius Octane. They just got added to CPR here on the coast. Uh, Any Given Sin just got added to CPR here on the coast. So it's nice to see, And I, and I'm not saying we had anything to do with that because they have radio promotion people that they hire to push their singles to radio and stuff like that. Um, But it's nice to say, Hey, this big station's playing it, but who, where'd you hear it first? And uh, so that's been kind of cool. But I think that loyalty of they're returning the favor of, Hey, they were there when we were pushing really hard and nobody was paying attention. So we're helping them. And I think that's what's helped with the growth of it.
1: Um, you mentioned the homegrown show, and I do want to get back to that. Um, but I, I just want to ask you: Do you think that rock music is going to be back into the mainstream at some point, or do you think it's going to stay that sort of not necessarily underground, but the, you know, the the popular music out there right. now is like just pop, like way over the top, you know, rap and I... pop, you know.
2: I honestly, um, when I was chatting with the guy who runs the foundation charts, we were talking about that. We were talking about how New Orleans doesn't have a a rock station anymore. Um, Where he was at at one point in Florida, there were five rock stations. There's no rock stations anymore. Mm. Um, And then we talked about like the the likes of a a WCPR who's still thriving, who's still doing well. Um, But we did the 25th anniversary show of three doors down on coast view and scott fox mentioned it he said the people that made cpr at the time when and 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 when i guess i i didn't understand it until i heard him say it now that i'm explaining it you might understand why cpr is the way cpr is but those people that made cpr when they were in their 20s and in teens and stuff are now the the, the money buyers that the, they spend the money they're in their 30 30s and 40s um so the music has stayed as they grew so you still hear a lot of the stuff you heard 15 20 years ago on cpr well I, i'll be honest those that was, loyal listeners
1: that was a bit of a running joke with me for a while it was as say like you could set your watch by the time they played rooster on right, cpr right, right. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: That's a
2: good song, dude. Don't shut up. It's Alex a good K. song. It's a great song.
1: It's like eight o'clock every morning on the dot. Rooster, I'm like, oh, set your watch. <laughs> but it was,
2: it's, it's one of those things that CPR has has grown with its listener and been able to keep that listener because they've grown with them and yeah. they've kept that music going that reminds them of when they were twenty twenty five years old or or eighteen seventeen years old. Um. And they still, I mean, they're not as new rock as what they used to be, but they still yeah. they still get it in there, um, and they still play it. And like I said, they just added Any Given Sin and, and Kingdom Collapse, and both of those bands are unsigned. So um, they, still, they still have the ear for what people are listening for. Um, I just think that sometimes the ear has changed a little bit. Um, but as far as rock music, will it ever be – like super mainstream, like it was, man. I think we're waiting on uh, that next change in music, and that next, yeah. what's what's going to be the next big thing, rock wise. Well, that's um, what I was
1: thinking. It has to be a cultural shift because that's right. what music is. It's 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 our culture. You know, it's you remember, uh, you know, me and me and you, Kevin. We're roughly the same age. You know, Jacob here's a and <laughs> Um, but music was like, it was your identity. Like it was, you know, what kind of music you listened to was the, what kind of people you hung out with, you know, yep. like it was absolutely
2: music. And that never everything. changes
1: though. That, that's, that's it, maintained throughout I don't feel, all of the generations. I don't feel like, you know, teenagers today. and And like, if you're 15 years old right now, I don't feel like music is your identity. I think it's other things. I think it's, video games or uh you know tiktok or <laughs> things like sure, that i don't i don't feel but, like it's music but
0: think about this though you can only talk about video games and tiktok for so long before you have a conversation with your friends about the kind of music you listen to and when you go you know everyone plays music in the car so you go somewhere with one of your friends you listen to music in the car if you don't have the same music tastes that's going to cause a little friction i don't know <laughs>
2: Yeah, but I mean and you look at it that way. So let's let's go back and take on the TikTok thing. Um when we've advised bands, hey, what do we, what do you think we need to get your stuff on TikTok? Mm-hmm. Get get your music on TikTok. TikTok will make you a superstar faster than any radio station these days. Yeah. Um if if somebody makes a video and uses your song and that video just blows up, that song's going to get used on 18 million other videos, yeah. um, and then people are going to go. And I've I've caught myself doing it. Um, the sound has a TikTok. I I don't have a TikTok. Let's just go there. Uh, <laughs> okay. But the sound has one, and I'll catch myself just kind of flipping through, and uh, and I'll hear something, and I'm like, okay, and I'll I'll find out what that song is. I'll yeah. go to Spotify, listen to the whole song. So it works when it comes to music as well. Um, but I think Jacob had a point. I think at some point you still talk about music. I just don't think it's so. I I'll tell you when I was in high school. I could walk out to the courtyard at high school, and I could tell you by who was standing yep. where, <laughs> what, what kind of kind music, of music yep. <laughs> that they listened to. And I think on that side, I, I think Jason has a point. I don't think you can do that anymore. I think yeah. I don't think I could walk out now. Granted, I haven't been in a school in twenty twenty some years, but. I don't think you can walk out into there and go, okay, they're listening to this, they're listening to this, and they're listening to this and be 100% sure. Um, So I think the identification part of it is still, still not there, but I, I still think it's a big part of the culture. Um, But I think rock music is going to be right now is going to be stuck in that, that Spotify. Um, I mean, I just don't think, I mean, and they've never have go to, go to, go to your stupid award shows, like your American music awards, your, your Grammys and stuff like that. When they talk about rock music or rock song of the year, machine gun, Kelly, Miley Cyrus. I'm like, no, no, but I get it. I get it where they're at and I get it, but that's not, you type in. If you go into, I was just did it today. Uh, cause I do a show on our radio station called got you covered where we play a bunch of cover songs. I was like, okay. I just Googled rock cover songs, and I didn't recognize a single person. But they put them all in that genre of rock, and I didn't yeah. recognize any of it. And um, so, I think the genre is just—it's—it's it's screwed right now. Nobody knows exactly what what's going on with with the state of rock music. And then you get like a, a Miley Cyrus who did Nothing Else Matters uh, cover of Metallica. That thing is. It's fantastic, but would you consider it rock? I probably would, but you've just gotten to those points now where I think the genre is just so screwed up. You really don't know where rock music really is, but I also feel like rock
1: rock music is sort of where it was maybe in the eighties, like especially metal. You know the right. the more the metals genre you know, where
0: kind of underground now. Yeah,
1: if if you walk around wearing a, a yeah, just off top of my head, um, you know if I'm wearing if I walk around wearing an Opeth t shirt, you know there's only gonna be so many people that are like, hey man, you listen to Opeth, and then you right? go into this huge conversation about Opeth, and you've made a new friend for life. Like Absolutely. this is a person you're gonna talk to. Forever, you know, like because you have that connection of like nobody listens to this but us. You know, that sort of thing. I feel like it's back to that sort of thing. Like you can find <laughs> I, your tribe if you look hard enough.
2: I, I think you're absolutely correct. Um and if you go to if you go to shows, you'll see you'll see in inside of a rock show, you'll see those groups together. Mm-hmm. Um they may be at a rock show, but they may be more on the metal side of things and they'll be standing over in their little area with all of their friends and then if somebody so inside that genre you still have that but it, going back to the uh I just thought about this going back to the TikTok thing one of the things that um one of the bands did that I thought I absolutely don't like the song and but Papa Roach redid Last Resort with somebody from TikTok And last resort, popped back up into the top forty. Yeah, that's a great business move. (laughs) And and it was I forget. Let me. I'll have to look it up. But uh, it was it was it was a brilliant move. I wasn't a big fan of it, Mm -hmm. um, but it wasn't horrible. Uh, Let's see.
0: Yeah.
2: Trying to remember who it was that they did it with. But while uh, you're
0: looking this up, Kevin Jarris
2: Johnson. Is who they Jaris did it with? Johnson. Yeah, I've
0: actually never even heard yeah. of
2: that. Yeah, so they did it with him, and they they last resort popped back up in the top forty for for a little bit because old song, yeah, new version of it <laughs> with a TikTok follower who has millions of followers. People paid attention to it.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, it's TikTok is definitely the uh, the social platform where everyone needs to be on right now in order to get your stuff seen i know i i did a uh, weekend at a comedy club and the the show after the weekend that we did was going to be headlined by this guy who is a musical comedian that got famous off of tiktok and he's headlining a comedy club and he's also charting on radio stations because and
1: i and all he came from was tiktok that's all he had. Uh, your uh, your mic went out again. But that's kind of scary, though, when you think about it. Like, yeah,
0: no, it is. Like, I, you know, a real comedian spend all this time amassing credits. You know, thinking about yeah. how they're going to be able to get into comedy clubs. And this guy's like, "Yeah, I got a few million followers on TikTok. Awesome. We'll pay you thousands of dollars to come headline right. our comedy club."
2: Well, oh, it's like, um. And I, I filled, uh, Jason in on every now and then for some reason, that microphone will mute and I'll have to undo it, go back to it. But anyways, so last night, um, was the major league baseball, uh, all-star game the night before that they had the major league baseball, uh, celebrity softball game back in the day, man. I loved watching that softball game, but if you're not involved with TikTok or YouTube. <laughs> the celebrities they had on there the oh, other night, yeah, no.
1: <laughs>
2: I had no idea who they were. They had to explain it to me of mm-hmm. who these people are they're a TikTok person or they're a YouTube person, and they still had, and and even in the music they had, and this is a a Latin artist, and I'm like, man, the only person I recognized was the Miz from WWE. And I was like. And he couldn't even play because he had a bad knee. And I'm like, who are these people that are playing? But I mean, they, I mean, they had, uh, they had, uh, whatever Anthony Mackey. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. So he played, but I mean, it was, it was a lot of YouTube and TikTokers. and I was just like, man, it, 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 the times have changed big time, uh, to, to where it's at. It's just absolutely. If you're not, if you're not in it, you don't get it. And I'm not in. TikTok so i kind of get it but i really don't what makes them so famous and why i i just don't get it
1: <laughs> i mean i have a TikTok account and you know i follow a lot of uh science based stuff and you know a couple of comedians on there but i don't really follow any kind of like music and stuff and like it's it's the way the algorithm works is is weird um but it, most people think like, you know, when I first got on it, people were like, oh, TikTok is just a bunch of teenage girls dancing to songs. And Correct. that's kind of what it was. But I've been on TikTok for almost a year now, and I've yet to see like a, a dancing teenage girl because oh, my, algorithm, you, there, my algorithm <laughs> they're, 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 is it, it gives me stuff about science on, it, on what you, you like. Know. Yeah. Yeah cat videos so, like if you
2: if you if you look on the on if you scroll through the sounds uh feed a lot of it is like three days grace posts uh their fans singing their songs and from ashes to new did some quarantine songs and things like that so you see a lot of that but if you like the right thing, you'll see the girls dancing. I promise you. They're there.
0: Oh, yeah. oh dude, trust me, you scroll through my TikTok, nothing but asses, Jason. <laughs> asses and
2: the, state. I, I promise you they are there.
1: Uh, I'm I'm sure they I've, are, but I've I have seen yet it. To, <laughs> I seen it. <laughs> hey Jacob. Yeah? We gotta tell the listeners about Brez Coffee Company. Oh, they're coffee for gamers by gamers. That's them. 100% free-trade Colombian coffee, roasted right here on the Gulf Coast in Pensacola, Florida. Sounds perfect for all-night
0: gaming sessions, no matter what kind of gamer you are. Video games, tabletop, card games. Brez has what you need to keep sharp. They got all kind of flavors to choose from, like Good for Gaming Light
1: Roast or the Necro Medium. See, I like a good Dark Roast, like the Critical Gaming Dark. You can't even add flavors to your coffee, like cast Fireball, which is a fireball whiskey flavor.
0: Can't decide what you want? Then just try their specialty sample pack.
1: Whatever your coffee of choice is, they got you covered. Head on over to brezcoffeecompany.com and use the code OMPODCAST to check out for 10% off of your order. Amazing! Um, but Yeah, well, you'd actually, you mentioned the Homegrown Show a little while ago, and that's actually where, I guess that's where me and you met. What yeah, probably
2: at some point at some point in time? Uh, what
1: what year did you take over the Homegrown show? Ooh,
2: uh two thousand two
1: was it that late? I thought it was late
2: 90s. Now two no, thousand two thousand. Yeah, to be honest with you, I somebody posted a picture the other day of a CPR fest I think it was 2002 and the the bands that were playing at that same because I remember when I got asked to do the the homegrown show because it originally started with Kevin Cruz Mm -hmm. I was Um, trying to
1: remember his name I'm glad I was gonna ask you who who had started it
2: Kevin Cruz started it and then after that it went to snack bar who also known as Sammy Lee and then at that 2002 CPR fest, that's the CPR fest that 30 seconds to Mars and flaw mm-hmm. and all of them played. We were backstage and he's like, I don't want to do the show anymore. And I was like, okay. He goes, I, I want my, my Sunday's freed up. You want to do it? I'm like, well, yeah, I'll do it. And that's how I got the homegrown show. And when I started with it, it was once a month, I think, mm-hmm. uh, one, the first Sunday of every month. And then I took it weekly. And then I took it from an hour to two hours, um, and that first hour being nothing but Mississippi bands, and then that second hour kind of doing what I'm doing now, branching it out regionally to cover Louisiana, and, and it was basically the border states of Mississippi, so Arkansas, yeah. uh, Tennessee, Alabama, Louisiana, and then kind of branched out into Florida a little bit. Yeah. Um,
1: and I don't know if people yeah, so. here remember, but you know, the Homegrown Show was a big deal back yeah, it then. Was. You know, uh, when I, when you know there were so many bands on along the Gulf Coast, like you said, not just here, but you know, from Texas oh, to Florida, no, absolutely. And Sunday night was like every single band from Texas to you know to Georgia were glued to ninety seven nine, <clears throat> listening to the Homegrown Show. Like that was just that was the thing you did. Was listening to well, and like who is he gonna play us this week
2: <laughs> right <laughs> and that's and that's the cool thing about uh now where we're at with the homegrown show and having social media and i can go out and do a do a post that says okay tonight we're going to feature these three or four or five bands and and more and so you still leave are are we going to get played tonight but those up bands and they start sharing it out, hey, listen, 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 we're gonna be on the radio tonight, stuff like that, and you know as cool as as cool as everything is, I still somebody told me the other day, as cool as everything is, it's still cool to hear your song on the radio it is it's still <laughs> it's still one of the best feelings uh to turn on the radio and hear your song just randomly play mm-hmm. and uh that that keeps me driven to do stuff like this still um is i'm not i'm not in it for me i'm not in it for the po- popularity i mean i'm i'm fine and happy in, in my house in Pensacola Florida sitting and watching tv i'm doing it because i think the the bands that are busting their asses and sitting in storage rooms rehearsing and trying to find scratching pennies and stuff to record something and get it done and get it to where it's a quality enough to put it on the radio they deserve to be heard. They yeah, they deserve their efforts to be heard by other than just unfortunately the six, seven people that show up at a show for them. Yeah. it, it it's gotta be heard. And and I think and I don't wanna sound like I'm tooting mine and Jared's horns, but I think it's kind of started to help. Yeah. Uh oh, if definitely. you go out to if you go out to these shows now, uh you definitely see uh, the friendships again, like when, I mean, Jay, when you were, when falls from grace and Jane does dead and, and Joshua's son and all of those bands, her fatal remedy and all of them were playing. It was, we hung out, we had a good time. We yeah. got drunk. We just, it was fun. It was like, and a, then
1: it was like a family barbecue every time we absolutely. had a show, it was, it was like everybody showed up.
2: And, and, and that's the cool thing is, is I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, anxiety fest that happened at B Lux a few weeks back. We were, we were all the guy who put on the show, the bar, uh, the sound was sponsoring it. We were all kind of like, we really don't know what's about to happen here. And it ended up being one of the best shows I've seen in a while because everybody just came out, had a fun time, hung out got drunk and played (laughs) rock music and, and had fun. Man, I Uh, hate it
1: that I missed that show because we did talk to, uh, what was her name again? Um, Jacob, uh, from the anxiety fest,
2: uh, Renee Phoenix,
1: Renee Phoenix. Uh, yeah, we talked to her on the show. She was
2: really, she was really good.
1: And I promised her we were going to be there, but I, I got busy and I couldn't go, um, doing stuff out of town. And, uh, but I really wanted to go. I'm sorry. I missed that show
2: if you look at things that have happened recently, so let's start since, since kind of Mississippi opened back up one of the first mm-hmm. band or first shows that local bands played at, that was kind of what we call a mini festival was Croncast Bluesa mm-hmm. at, at the juke joint. <laughs> Phil Cron put it on and it
1: was packed. there was that, titties that, yeah. yes. <laughs> during there, our
2: set. <laughs> yeah. that, that place was packed and it was fun. And nobody, there was, nobody got mad about anything other than Jared couldn't hear himself on stage. That was the only person that got mad the whole night. (laughs) And it was, it was just fun. There was moshing speakers got knocked over. Um, but it was a good time. And if anybody's
1: never been to the juke joint, um, if you've never seen, I mean, they have this whole outdoor patio area where the stage is and everything, and you can fit what probably I'd say at least a couple hundred people back
2: there. Yeah. At yeah. Least. I mean, it's, it's very comfortable back there, and it
1: but it was like shoulder to shoulder back yep. there. It was nuts. Like I've never seen that many people at the juke joint before. It's like, this is, this feels like the world is back to normal
2: now. Right. And then, then we followed that up with our summer throwdown. Um, not quite as many people, but mm-hmm. it was really, really packed. Good time. Uh, We, we faked our own cover just in case it rained. Uh, Well, I mean, we, that was something special to do, but, um, and then red radio, they had their, their spring fling at the reef, super packed. Uh, I mean, at capacity, we, they had to stop people from coming into the sky bar. There was no more room. I mean, even. Even Corey, Redcap, was texting me, hey, can you get me in? I'm like, dude, they can't take any more people. Um, <laughs> That's crazy. And then they've got Red Skies uh, show coming up at the district in, in Biloxi. And I, it's going to be the same way. I can tell you. It's starting to feel like it did not pre-pandemic, like 10 years ago. When you go out to a show, you know you're going to see your friends. You know you're going to see your enemies. But everybody's going to do their part and enjoy themselves and, and just enjoy a good show of music. So it's yeah, fun what, to see.
0: Let's, let's talk a little bit more about uh, the Music and Arts Festival, actually. like what, what exactly can people expect to see from here? And kind of what's, what's, your, uh, what's your hand in it? What, are you, what is Kevin Harris going to be doing?
2: My hand is that. That's all I'm doing. Is I'm hosting. That's Holding it. the microphone. So, um, so I can go back to when they did the spring fling. So, at spring fling, I did a little bit of hosting. I wasn't supposed to host, uh, but some circumstances happened. I ended up having to host a little bit for. Them. But it was bands, the artists, the artists were performing. I mean, painting live. Uh, Andrew Switzer started. Um, his uh, I, it's hanging out at. Uh, Stennis Space Center. Now the the astronaut painting, he was doing that one out there. Um, Robbie Arment was playing was was painting the bands live as they were as they were playing and doing a fantastic job. And you're going to see a ton of that uh, on July 31st in downtown Biloxi. Um, the best thing about it is is Mandy and Scott, and they we talked to each other a ton. Um, as a matter of fact, I think Scott. At some point, it's going to be rolling up my house here in a little bit. They're, they're going to some open mic night here in, in uh, Pensacola. Um, they, are, they are driven just the same way I think myself and Jared are driven to expose people to things that aren't getting the exposure that it needs. Um, I would have never found Andrew Switzer as an artist. I prob- honestly, I probably wouldn't have. If I wouldn't have been at the Spring Fling. And I bought one of his paintings. Uh, now I've watched him make several paintings. And I've actually hired him to do a painting for me. Um, so that's the things that are exciting about that stuff. And Mandy and Scott, the the stuff that they're putting together is just fantastic. Uh, this thing is going to be huge. It's going to be fun. Uh, the music, um, I think. I think Zach Perkins is going to be doing some stuff. I think Patty's, ah, Patty, Patty's going to be doing some comedy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, When is that going to be you, again? It's, it's July 31st. Okay. Um, it's downtown in the district in Biloxi in the old Vue Marche. Basically, if you remember where the upstairs downstairs mm-hmm. was in Adventures, mm-hmm. when yeah. unfortunately that building caught fire, they've leveled it. Well, now it's just a grass lot with a stage and it's really nice Um, (laughs) and it's really nice and there's going to be beer vendors uh there's going to be uh arts and crafts there's going to be t-shirt vendors there's going to be all sorts of vendors out there and you'll be able to see and it's the key word of this is local Hmm. it's all going to be local stuff um and it gives an opportunity for the mississippi coast to see everything that the mississippi coast has to offer as far as music and arts and crafts um i kind of find it i compare it to uh what is it the anderson
1: yeah peter anderson peter
2: anderson festival well peter anderson festival brings everybody from it from everywhere yeah this is just coast based and i hope it grows for them and uh I'm sure I it hope will. it's very successful because I have a feeling this one's going to be this one's going to be a good one. She's yeah. got and she's got the best porta potty she could find. They're, they're going to be air conditioned and everything. Nice,
0: air conditioned porta potties. <laughs> I need one of those for the house.
2: If you if you need to look to where my fat ass is, if I'm sweating, I'm probably sitting on the toilet. The air conditioned porta potty.
1: <laughs> um, I did want to ask you um, about since we're talking about the view Marché. Area of Biloxi, there's a confirmation that yes. we are going to get uh, Morgan Freeman's juke joint. Uh, yeah, the,
2: the ground zero.
1: Yeah, ground zero yeah. is going to be put in there. What what's your thoughts on that? That's really exciting.
2: It, it is exciting, and I think it's great. Um, now, I, I will tell you what I what I've been told um, that so it's going into the old Crest Live building. Mm-hmm. You know how big that stage was at Crest yes. Live that stage is going away. Oh, really? Yeah. They're not going to, they're, they're going to use part of it, but it's not going to be that big stage anymore. Oh, um, that was a nice stage. From what I understand, yeah, dude,
0: Afro man hit that bitch there. Yes.
2: (laughs) And we, we did, we did a couple of our live streaming shows in there. Um, the band silent trust just shot their, their warehouse part of their video, uh, in, in crest. Um, but, it's going to be blues music based, Mm -hmm. um, which I think is great.
1: And, but if we could have a good anchor bar like that, there music based, like an anchor bar or something that huge, it's going to bring in other, other other businesses.
2: I 100% agree with you that hopefully that when they get it up and running, that it's successful enough to, to bring in uh, other, other places. I've always said it, and it, it used to be close to it, but that that is Biloxi's Bourbon Street. Exactly.
1: I was thinking I mean, they, same they thing. Have,
2: they have that opportunity to be able to bounce from bar to bar and and see bands play and, and solo artists play and go and just work your way down the street.
1: And if you get too fucked up, the hospital's right there.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Trip on the curve, you're already laying in the bed. Yes. um, But I... Like I said, I hope it's, I hope it's really successful. The Clarksdale one apparently is a very successful, um, thing. And I was talking to somebody the other day, uh, Clarksdale is not Biloxi. Mm. I don't know. So you got Satchmo's in D'Iberville. uh, that's a, that's a jazz restaurant. Um, and it does well too. So hopefully it does well, but I mean, you got to think about the other places too, not only that, but you think about the other places that have have started to help bring in the live music scene, like the cannery uh, in, in Biloxi. Um, You've got the bars in downtown Gulfport. You've got the juke joint. You've got the Celtic in Pascagoula that people, the Celtic has been there 20, 30 years. (laughs) I think now that thunders is gone, I think the
1: Celtic is what the the oldest bar, at least rock, I mean, rock bar on the coast.
2: 20 years I would think is at least how long the Celtic has been sitting there if not longer. Yeah. Well, um
1: I mean shoot, I, it's I I was we were playing there in Falls from yeah. Grace in like 2008 and, and it yeah. it was already you know well established by then, so it's it's Absolutely. probably over 20 years.
2: So you you got that and then you just work your way down the list. I mean, you, you can't think you got mosaics and glory bound all that in downtown Ocean Springs. They just mm. uh, the guys who own mosaics just bought uh boots and spurs. Can I ask about it, that? Changed mm-hmm. it to Neon Moon, I think is the name of it. Um, not quite sure exactly what they're doing there, but um I know it's gonna be DJs and they're they talked about doing bands and stuff like that, but I don't know if it's gonna stay country. I don't know what they're doing. But with a name like Neon Moon, it may stay country. Yeah. Um <laughs> And then what's the uh, the stagecoach? The stagecoach has been there forever in yeah. in St. Martin slash Ocean Springs. I
1: used to I used um, to live behind there, and I used to call it the chuck wagon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I mean, it, it, people still go. I mean, that place packs out every night. Oh yeah, that, that it's open, it's packed out. Um, so and then I don't know where the stand is on the the Universal Music venue that they were going to open up over there where uh, Broadwater's at. I don't. Is it still happening? I, I, mean, I think they, that's a dead did area big, now. <laughs> big press conference and then nothing. I know there's three of them, Atlanta, Orlando, and here, but I don't know when exactly that's going to be, if it's going to be. Um, I just wish that we would find a way of, even though that's not what we're focusing on with the sound and stuff like that, I wish we would find a way that the Coliseum can start bringing it. I mean, I know Kiss is coming in October, uh, but that, that's a show that was booked two years ago. That yeah. they're they're just coming and doing their show. Um, I just I know people get frustrated. Like three doors down, doing their twentieth anniversary Better Life found Better Life uh, thing. One night they're in New Orleans, the next night they're in Gulf Shores. They skipped over Biloxi. Well, it's not right. that they skipped over Biloxi; they were doing outdoor venues. Yeah, and so they're doing Champion Square. They're doing the Wharf Amphitheater, and everybody's like, "Well, they could have done it on the grounds of the Coliseum." You're right. They could have. But do you know how much production goes into bringing in the stage, bringing in the lights, bringing in uh, per, uh, sound, all of that? So you're, you're buying the show and then you have to put the production on top of it. So your cost just goes through the roof. But when you're at Champion Square or the wharf, it's already there. It's, that's what it is. It's an outdoor venue. Yeah. And they did that, I believe they did that for the safety part of it, just to still just to be as safe as possible with putting that many people in an area. Hey, we're gonna have six, seven thousand people here, but we're outside and all that kind of stuff. So You know the if, cough doesn't stay within the ceiling.
1: What uh no. why don't they think about, you know, for as far as another like an outdoor venue, perfect spot to do it would be MGM Park. Why not have M like have you know a, a stage like have mgm park buy a stage and like lighting rigs that they could have so to do outdoor concerts there
2: well they they they've done a couple um they did uh jesus i think they did flow rider it was
0: uh, I, bu- I believe it was nelly if i'm nelly. not mistaken <laughs> um i remember such an incident
2: but they put the stage <laughs> over the pitcher's mound um and kind of have it that way they've they've done a country star or country artist out there as well i think but it's there i don't know yeah. why anybody doesn't go in and talk to talk to the the people who run mgm and say hey how much is it to lease and how yeah. much is it to this but mgm themselves man it'd probably be pretty pretty smart to i mean they've got to do something during the off season that's
1: why exactly I, they they have nothing going on there in the off season So it'd be a perfect venue to do, you know, like an outdoor, not necessarily amphitheater, but just an outdoor concert arena. Like you can have so many upper level bands and, you know, solo artists come through. You can have something there almost, you know, three, four times a week.
2: Yep. It could be. So, I mean, I guess it would just be on who wants to, uh, who wants to make the effort. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: As you say on your other show, Nerd Cave Retro, Jason, they
1: just don't want our money. Yeah, they don't want our money. <laughs> they hate our money.
2: <laughs> it's, it's amazing. So um, Terry and Matt over at the Cannery do a great job of, of what they got going on. And they're, they're, trying, to, they're trying to branch out in all of, the, all of the genres. They're doing karaoke. They're doing solo artists. They're doing bands. They're doing cover bands. Uh, this Friday, they're doing uh, a four-band rock night um then the next night they've got another cover band um they've got a pretty big concert coming up uh in september i can't say who it is yet because we're doing the show and we can't announce it till next week Mm. um but so they're trying to to put their their spin on things as well so there's a lot of things going on and a lot of positive things. So people are getting, I see, I see on Facebook where people are frustrated, just like through. Oh, they skipped over Biloxi. Oh, this band skipped over Biloxi. There, there's venues trying, but in yeah. order for these venues to succeed, you need to go out and support the venues as well. Yeah. So not only support the bands, but to support the venue. I mean, even even when they're not doing a band or whatever, man, if you like their food, go go out to eat. Yeah, <laughs> or dash it do something. Support support your local. And I mean, that's what it's all about.
1: Now more important than ever, you know, coming out of the the pandemic and everything, you know, your all your local favorite local places to go. Like right? you need to go somewhere at least one one night a week and support them in some one way or another, whether it's going to get a couple of drinks or going to get something to eat or going to see a band or you know, going out to see us us stand-up comics (laughs) you know uh,
0: absolutely yeah Uh, and that's that's an interesting point too i I didn't mean to cut you off jason but everyone everyone bitches about uh you know people skipping over mississippi and all that but then those same people that bitch about that don't go to see any of the shows that come (laughs) here in mississippi and you can't expect someone to stop somewhere where there's no existing scene yeah As like think uh, from the comedy world's perspective, like think about if someone stopped here, and they're just one person touring the country, big headliner. I know people who do that who have been on Comedy Central that travel just by themselves, and they have their openers booked city by city, just the best cities openers. Imagine if they came here and they just didn't have any openers. Why would they stop?
1: Yeah,
2: because
0: you don't go and support the show.
2: Well, and that's that's, I mean, you hit the nail on the head right there. So these venues that we have can hold some of these, these things. They don't want to take the chance and spend the money because they don't know if they're going to get the support. Yeah. Um, so, and I saw it today in the press conference that they did at the Coliseum because, uh, hockey is back mm. in Biloxi. Thank um, God. So, and I'm a big hockey nut nut. I work for both teams. I worked for the Seawolves. I worked for the surge. Um, And they're going to do three games in November, I believe, that are going to be uh, neutral site games. It's the, I forgot what the league was. Um,
1: Well, maybe we need to look into it and get somebody from that league to come on the show and start spreading the word because if we want hockey here, they have to go to Coliseum.
2: But I forgot what league it was. Oh my God, it's it's FPHL. Mm hmm it's a rookie league or a single A if you want to compare it to like a baseball, like the Shuckers are double A right below Shuckers would be a single A team, at the rookies the coming out of college or, or out of high school or whatever. Yeah. So it's that type of league. Uh, there's eight teams right now, and they're going to do these three offsite neutral site games. If the three neutral site games sell decently 2022, Biloxi will have a hockey team again. 2022 the the fall of 2022 so that would be amazing well, it's, definitely it's all going. it's all there it's all there for the taking we just got to get the people out there to 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 do it yeah and uh it'll be it'll be fun and i would probably drive from pensacola because being being a seawolves fan and an employee and a, Se- a Surge fan employee i don't go to the pensacola games because i i don't like the ice flyers yeah. i just don't so i don't go to the pensacola games just like i don't go to the pensacola wahoos games but if the shuckers come over i'll go to a pensacola wahoos game to go see the shuckers play um but i think it's just it's the same it's the same recipe you got to come out to support in order for these people to be able to bring you the stuff if you're not going to come out and support why are they going to bring you the stuff to spend the money? To lose the money, no, mm-hmm. they're gonna do what they can to make money, and you guys got to help them so
1: could not have been said okay. any better.
2: <laughs> I'm off my soapbox now
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh but we're coming up on the end of the show, Kevin, it is so nice talking to you, man. I love talking to you absolutely it's it's
2: it's, it's fun and it's a i love I love talking as much as I can about how can we support each other yes um and I like I said, friends or enemies, I don't care. I want to see everybody succeed. Yeah. Because well, if if a friend of mine succeeds, I feel like I've succeeded too because I supported him. Yeah. So,
1: we're definitely gonna have to have you back on again soon because I, I still got a lot more to cover. Uh, let's do it. Just let me know when. Because like I said, we've known each other for <laughs> twenty years now, so we got a lot of ground to cover over those years, especially like the fall as well years and the yes, you know the as a matter of
2: fact I. The- I just played Lazy Eye today in my oh, house. Oh,
1: nice. Which, which version? <laughs> the universal version or the album no, the, version?
2: I think it was the album version. Oh, whatever, okay. whatever is on Amazon right now that I purchased, I purchased it. Uh, See, I support. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I'll say this. That's one thing about the damn radio station that we do before we get out of here. A lot of radio stations get their music sent to them. I'll go find the music and then I'll go buy it on Amazon or Apple or whatever. To put it on the station, so not only am I spending their stuff, I just spent the ninety-nine cents of the dollar twenty-nine. Awesome! That takes a thousand spins on Spotify to make that much money. I just so we we support them every way we can. We spend their music and we buy the music.
1: Mark Simmons Absolutely. just popped up in the, the chat room and said he's late. Where are the hose? You're, you, the hose <laughs> done left, son. You're, you're we talked too... about the
0: hose earlier, Mark. We talked <laughs> about the TikTok. We had so a, so we had all. a
2: whole TikTok conversation for you, Mark.
1: Yeah, he said you're a bad mf'er. So. <laughs>
2: oh well, thank you. I love, I love Mark. He's 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 the most lovable, strangest guy I've ever met in my life. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Nothing will ever be better than when I did his. Uh, uh, what, what's his podcast called? The what the, the whatever
0: fuck you. What, yeah,
1: whatever. I keep wanting to say what the fuck, but it's whatever fuck you. And he comes in wearing a gorilla mask and just smashed a hole in his apartment wall. I was like. <laughs> Did you really do that? He's like, "No."
0: <laughs> dude, what's even worse is that he lives in his mom's house. He just <laughs> fucking punched a hole in his mom's wall, dude. Wow. I did an episode with him that's forthcoming. I will say it's uh it's pretty juicy. Nice.
2: Yeah. Nice. Nice.
0: Awesome.
1: Nice. I love you, Mark. You're you're one of the funniest guys I know. And uh You
0: look like you would try to sell me belly button lint.
1: Yeah, he's like he's that kind <laughs> of guy? Like he would try to sell you a sock off his foot. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, but Kevin, tell everybody where they can find you and where, the, uh, where they can find the app and, and pretty much everything you got to offer. Let them know where it's at.
2: So the app you can download on Google or Apple, uh, you just type in uh, the sound 228 and it'll pop up. You can download it there. Uh, you'll be able to hear the radio station, see all of our uh, Facebook feeds and everything. I guess the best way to find uh, the sound altogether is the sound228.com. You go to the, it's our hub. You go to that and it leads you all to Facebook. But I mean, it's easy. Every social that you could think of at the sound two, two, eight, and it'll pull up. Um, Mine's a little bit different. It's special K 31, but it's spelled totally, totally weird. S P E S H L K three, one. Um, because for some reason, special case is really popular, and a lot of people use that, so yeah. I couldn't get. So <laughs> I'll put so the links in the show when, notes
1: so everybody knows how it's spelled. But <laughs> I,
2: I, I, went that way. I'm on Facebook and, and Twitter and and uh, uh, Jesus TikTok. No, I'm not on TikTok. <laughs> and uh, uh, go to Instagram, the Sound Snapchat, the Sound
1: 228com and get your stickers like yes. this one right here.
2: Stickers. We got new armbands. We got pop sockets. We got shirts. We got hats. We got it. We got it all there for you.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, so, Jacob, what you got going on before we, we leave this week?
0: Oh, I will say uh, next week we uh, I have not yet booked our guest because I have a big national headliner comedian on the line. I'm going to try to get that worked out. But I will say next Wednesday after open micers, I will be doing a Zoom comedy show called One More Dad Joke. It's a clean comedy show <laughs> where you finish with your best dad joke. And it's going to be a lot it. of fun. So I'll post that on the, uh, the Open Micros page and just look out for our guest announcement every Monday. Man, I would dad.
2: actually go to a comedy show that where the guy did nothing but dad jokes. I would sit there front row center.
1: I love
0: <laughs> that, dad jokes. That's the idea. I wish that we could get something done like that around my here. My
1: girlfriend keeps talking me into doing that for my TikTok channel is just do dad jokes like every day just do a dad joke that would sell because when i did that stupid uh that one thing i did a few weeks ago with the laffy taffy dude that thing went crazy especially like on instagram it had like in an hour it had over a thousand views i was like what is happening so i was like (laughs) hmm maybe i should just do bad dad jokes
2: (laughs) there you go do do your own local version of two guys telling dad jokes you know the what was it that they They'd have them sitting across from the table and they'd tell the dad jokes. and yeah. Whoever yeah, laughed yeah. Got, a, got a point or we whatever. We could do that. That'd be awesome.
1: Yeah, we,
0: absolutely. We, and pretty much every joke you tell is a bad
1: Yeah, bad I know. Joke they're things. all bad. <laughs> <laughs> but Kevin, thank you for coming on the show, man. It's been absolutely awesome. And uh, if you would like to email us, you can email us at openmicerspodcast at We are at openmicers on Twitter and Instagram, openmicerspodcast on Facebook. And uh, that's going to do it for this week. Not sure who's going to be here next week, because like Jacob said, he hasn't booked them yet, but hopefully somebody cool. And if not, it'll just meet me and him. So we'll see you next week.